Welcome to the Crypto Campfire. They were addicted to the hokey pokey, but they turned themselves around. Mitch and the Professor. Featuring special guest J-Mac. Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of the Crypto Campfire Podcast. Today we've got J-Mac on the show with us. He's a blue-collar auto worker by day, and he's driving crypto adoption with the Pay With Litecoin campaign by night. Good to have you on the show, man. How are you? Doing awesome, man. Good, good to be on here. Awesome. Glad to have you. So why don't you uh, just kind of introduce yourself and kind of let us know what, what you're into and what you're doing and, and uh, kind of what you're doing in the crypto space. Well, I got here. Um, I was kind of the unlucky crowd. I kind of got in the uh, 17. I got it a little bit earlier in, in uh, 17. Um, it was more like the summertime. Um, but, you know, I bought all the way up. I'm still buying. So it's kind of one of those things. Um, and at this point, I'm kind of working with the uh, pay with Litecoin guys and uh, we're trying to push for crypto adoption. Fantastic. That's awesome. That's so awesome. So how'd you get into crypto? How, how'd you first, uh, yeah, I know you said you're kind of like in the 2017 era, but how, how'd you first hear about it? How'd you come to buy it? Uh, some of the guys that I work with, uh, I work with uh, age group, all different age groups. Some of the younger guys that I work with, we're all excited about it. Um, and this is early, probably uh, May, somewhere around May in 2017 is when I started hearing about it. And then I started researching it and started getting more involved during the summer. Great. Awesome. So it's, uh, I know you're really into big, big into Litecoin. What, uh, was Litecoin the first coin you got into or did you find some other Litecoin ones? Litecoin was the first coin I got into. It was one nice. of the first things that I was researching. I really like, you know, Charlie Lee and the potential for, um, with it being a faster option than Bitcoin and using the same, um, pretty much a copy from Bitcoin. Um, I figured that was a good way that was going to be, it was going to be accepted along with Bitcoin because it's the faster option. Bitcoin, I kind of still see more as a uh, gold, you know, more of a store of value. Right. And I thought maybe something with Litecoin being four times faster would be more of a payment coin. And I can see people really getting into it because it kind of, it kind of they kind of go together. I think it's kind of people talk about it, but I think it's kind of true. Yeah, I think it's kind of a good pairing. You know, I mean, they, they each serve their own purpose. Mitch, I know you were uh, kind of massively into Litecoin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, I got a few. I got a few. Yeah, what do, what do you think about Litecoin? I like the speed. I like the 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 cost effectiveness and the efficiency of um, the process. You know, to transfer. Uh, I think the peer-to-peer transfers and use like that are amazing. Uh, I think it's got a lot of potential for, for the future here. I just think the, the adoption of it has been pretty strong, actually. And uh, I, I remember seeing a lot of guys, you know, showing videos of them actually transferring Litecoin from peer-to-peer. And I thought that was just so cool. So I really started amping up my my bag of my bag on Litecoin, that's for sure. So Jay, I'd like, uh, I'm kind of curious your, your opinion on XRP versus Litecoin. Um, 
you know, I, I know the XRP is, is awesome because of its speed and all that, but it's definitely a different use case. And, um, but, but as far as payment speeds and, and, uh, you know, we were talking earlier about the kind of hand in hand applications of Litecoin and Bitcoin. How do you think, uh, XRP falls into that? Well, I think XRP is a little bit of a different character. Um, me personally, I don't have much of a problem with, you know, XRP. I think it is more of a centralized coin. Um, I think it's, well, I think it's faster than Litecoin. Um, but I think they have different purposes. I think that you can use either, it is my opinion. But um, I choose to use Litecoin. Um, but nothing against XRP. I, like I said, it's very fast. Um, it's just not something I've gotten into. To me personally, I think XRP is more of a, a, a business type application than a typical peer-to-peer application like Litecoin would be. Exactly. That's probably a good way to put it. Yeah, thanks. I, I just, like I said, you know, XRP has its purpose and yes, it's very fast. Uh, a lot of businesses are, are adopting it. Um, and, and, you know, I don't want to say they cater to banks or, you know, cater to that, but that's kind of the niche that they're filling, right? Exactly. I'm trying to circle it around to a point about, you know, it's all an ecosystem. Every Everything has its own point and there, there's a lot of hostility between factions, if you will, in crypto Twitter. It's kind of a crazy thing. You know, you've got the Bitcoin guys hate the XRP guys and, and the XRP guys hate the Bitcoin guys and <laughs> the Tron guys yeah. hate these. You know, it's, it's weird. You know, you, not everybody is like that, but you've got your little faction set up. And, and, and it's funny because it's the, the whole point is that every coin serves a certain purpose and maybe there's competitors between them, but it feels like the biggest competitions are between coins that are different use cases. And it's like the biggest Absolutely. drama. I hundred percent agree. You have uh, totally two different uh, applications and you have uh, communities that really want to go to war over it. And it's just, I think it's just absolutely ridiculous. It's confusing to me to say the least. <laughs> I think, I think a lot of that, and I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, but I think a lot of that is based on the lack of maturity of the space. Oh, hundred um, percent. You know, I, I, we have a lot of youth. We have a lot of, and I say youth, I say, you know, between the ages of, 18 and 30 right the, to me that's to me that's a, a younger generation and so their values are different than us old guys right the guys that have been doing this for not necessarily just this the guys that have been in life for a long time okay so so there, there's a lot of i don't know why there's so many egos though it's it seems like there's a lot of ego when it comes to crypto and it's like we're all in this together. Why does this guy have to be better than that guy have to be better than this guy? This guy's not as good as that guy. Who cares? Right? Absolutely. I think the internet has contributed healthily to the ego situation. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, people say things to each other that they wouldn't necessarily say if you were standing there in front of them. Yeah, right. (laughs) Totally agree with that. (laughs) What are they called? Keyboard warriors? Keyboard warriors. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's great. So speaking of crypto Twitter, uh, 
when did you first, I know you said you first got into crypto in 2017. Did you find Twitter about the same time or, or kind of were you already involved in it before um, you really got into crypto? No, I start. I started my account to start following um, Twitter. I'm, so, uh-huh. I'm sorry, the crypto information. Cause I knew Twitter was really, you know, popular with the Twitter crowd or I'm sorry, the crypto crowd. So, so yeah, I started it shortly after that. Gotcha. Just specifically for crypto then. So, yep. so who is your first person you follow? Uh, probably Charlie Lee. <laughs> nice. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> funny. The first person I followed, if I recall, was, was Justin's son, believe it or not. Right on. Yeah, funny story about that is I work with a guy named Charlie Lee. Oh, really? And, yeah, of course it's not the Charlie Lee, but – of course, you know, I, I, I read the name and I was researching all these uh, coins. And sure enough, I was like, you know what? That's got to be a sign. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So other than Litecoin, what, what are kind of your, uh, you know, what, what's your, what's your kind of uh, secret bag that maybe you're a little embarrassed about, but what, what, uh, what coin do you secretly love that maybe you don't want to talk about? <laughs> uh, <a> fun one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's one. I like BAT. I like basic attention token. I think it's just going to be something that is just going to blow people away. Um, you know, you're dealing with the, the guy that created um, Foxfire Mozilla. Yep. You know, he invented JavaScript, what, JavaScript right? Yep. yep. So he's already known in this space. And they are doing some pretty fantastic things so far, my opinion. Oh, dude, you know, I, you guys can't see this right now, but I'm like jumping up and fucking down here because that <laughs> is an amazing fucking token. And it's just like all you guys that, that I'm becoming friends with on Twitter, like you, J-Mac, it's like we, we're meant to be friends, right? I mean, absolutely crazy when you said that. I about shit myself. Like, oh, my God. Here's, <laughs> here's the strange part about all of it. You know, I just met you guys tonight. And it takes a little while for us to get a little bit used to each other, but bang, we're right here. We already know. Right. I've got high hopes for bad. It, I think, I think we're going long and far with that because I, I use the brave yeah. route every day. It really does a good job at, at capturing the, the, the proper concept of what blockchain can do with microtransactions. And that is finding a way of easily cycling cash flow from advertisers to users to content providers seamlessly without any weird transaction fees or anything like that. It's just a quick, easy, it, it's lovely. I love it. <laughs> it is. Since we're on the topic of basic attention token or BAT, as you guys put it, Ed, what about uh, BitTorrent or BTT? What are your thoughts on BTT? Hmm. You know, I'm if not sure. Any. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I, I haven't got too far into it. Um, you know, there's a lot of rumors around what Justin Sun's doing and everything. So, you know, it's hard to say. I haven't got into it too much, so I shouldn't really give my opinion. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll throw mine out there because I'm a fan of BTT. So I'm not going to, I'll, I'll take the shameless minute and, and there you go. Thing about BTT. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's got the same kind of concept in mind as, as BAT does with the, you know, the microtransactions and, and monetizing content as simply as possible. And, you know, the more I talk about BitTorrent token with people, the more I find that a lot of them just don't really 
they're not thinking far enough ahead, you know, of how things change as the internet changes, you know, in, in the current environment that we have, it doesn't make sense to serve your own content on a torrent network. But as, you know, as connection speeds uh, increase and storage capacities increase, it's, it becomes trivial to, to handle that type of content and, you know, enabling that sort of reach where, where you're decentralized as far as your, your data distribution goes. And, and you've got microtransactions enabled to transfer funds from content consumers to content contributors. It really caters to the next generation of the internet. So, so the, the token is being used to um, pay the content providers of um, the torrent, the bit torrent. Right. So that's like the long-term goal of it. So basically you'll, you know, you'll have your, your content on, on BitTorrent more or less, you know, it's, I'm sure mm-hmm. it'll be a different application, you know, framework by then, but provide your content. And then as people download your content, which right now you, you'd think that as like a movie, like you'd go download a movie, you know, but, but think further in the future where you go and you're just BitTorrenting somebody's social media profile. And it's not, it's not really feel, it doesn't really feel like a download because it's just like web browsing, but just over the BitTorrent network. Ah, I see. Cool. He, he lost yeah, J Mac. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm like, no, he didn't lose me. Come on now. No, I think that's cool. I, I think that, that makes sense. I had heard, and I don't know if this is true. I can go ahead and ask. I didn't know that if you could use them for like a faster torrent speed. Yeah. But... There's a thing called bit torrent speed. That's, you know, it, it does that. Um, but I think what the, the that was was to just get a use case working right now, but it's not really the long-term goal of the project. It's just an intermediary step, yeah. So I'm a fan. I think it's got some good applications. I'm not uh, I'm not in love with it, but I like it. So it's a good cool, one. Yeah, I'd like to look into it. Like I said, uh, some of the information I see and hear about Justin Sun and you know some of the stuff that he's doing, I mean, this BitTorrent thing could be huge for him. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yep. That was a huge acquisition that, uh, man, this could go any way. So, yeah, I, I probably need to look look more into it and give it a little more time. The stance I take on it at, at the very least is there's a, there's a good chance of of at least some short-term games. I, I know that long-term, as long, as long as they can make – I mean, this is a big undertaking. You know, what, what, what we're talking long-term as far as that whole – data distribution network is i mean it's not it's not trivial by any stretch of the imagination so there's a lot to be seen whether they can accomplish this or not but if they can i think it's going to be pretty cool but you know like we say anything can happen any a company can fall apart in minutes you know i I don't fall in love with anything if i can avoid it absolutely And, and, and with all this tech stuff things change so fast and like Mitch was saying, sometimes, man, I even get lost. And I, I was following it real close, and then I can get lost. So, you know, things change really fast in this space. And to keep up on everything <laughs> isn't easy. There's just so much, and there's so many great projects. And, and there's so many not great projects to weed through to find the giant list of great projects. And then you've got to weed through those to pick out which ones you can actually have time to digest. So I feel you. It's – uh you've got to just kind of stick to a few that you know and like i feel um, like morpheus sometimes in the matrix when he all he sees <laughs> is all the numbers <laughs> flying by you know just all the code absolutely uh you get the deer in the headlights look <laughs> what, what was that or if you get around a bunch of other cryptos and they all start spitting out their kind of favorite 
yes. coin. Man. <laughs> you spent all night talking about them, and, oh. and you don't even know which one you're talking about, you know? <laughs> exactly. You know, the funny <laughs> thing is, on my end, you know, from when I got into this, my technology basically stemmed to my phone. And I would say my use of technology has grown exponentially since I got into crypto. It's, it's incredible. It's crazy. I'm totally with you on that. I'm totally with you on that. You know, I had the flip phone until my kids were probably mm, 16. They're like, dad, you you gotta get rid of the flip phone, man. (laughs) (laughs) So they talked me into getting a smartphone and I've been hooked ever since. I just fell in love with technology and then, you know, crypto and blockchain. It just like blew me away. So I, it's it's amazing how when you find something that you can grab hold of and be passionate about and take interest in how much you can learn. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? What about that moment that you guys got hooked? You guys remember that feeling? Oh, yeah. When when it kicked in, when it finally kicked in, you couldn't reach for your wallet or your phone fast enough. <laughs> right? My moment for that was, uh, it was kind of a, oh, fuck moment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You said you listened to the first episode. You, you, you heard the story about when I first heard about Bitcoin, which was 2009. Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I into tech my whole life. You know, I, I was programming in, in sixth grade, sorry, seventh grade. Sixth grade is when I learned about pro, what programming was in seventh grade is when I started. And so I've always been like i just love everything tech and and i saw bitcoin in 2009 and i just whatever whatever i looked at to learn about it it just i, I don't rem- i don't remember it wasn't like an eventful moment you know I, it was just some other thing on the internet i don't even remember how i felt about it at the time i just i know i looked it up i know i dismissed it and i know it was the worst mistake of my life from a financial standpoint but i'm here now and 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 yeah that feeling was uh that news article whichever first one it was i saw bitcoin was hitting 20 grand and it was like ah i guess i better start closer but yeah right on that night that my buddy helped me set up my accounts and stuff and i bought some ethereum and i bought some tron and i bought some xrp and i think there was one other one i bought not a lot of money. I only put a few hundred bucks in the whole thing for that night. Well, the next day when I woke up and everything was up like big, like percentage wise from <laughs> where I bought it, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So all of a sudden I'm this big trader, right? I'm selling shit and I'm buying shit back with profits. And uh, it was crazy. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I made 25 bucks already, you know. So that was when I was totally hooked. And it was uh Oh my God, it was a hell of a ride since then. You know, everything went down and, you know, fortunately I put in a tote at a time. I didn't jump in with both feet. I put in a little and a little and a little and just kept buying. I basically bought every dip from here to Cincinnati. (laughs) So, (laughs) and here I am. You and me both, brother. (laughs) Here I am. Yeah. And you got to fill the bags. In in five years, anything under twenty thousand is just going to be silly. You know, it's going to be like I can't believe we were talking about those two thousand dollar differences. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, I think this is actually just still starting, man. The infrastructure is just getting there. 
I mean, the the UI is getting so much better. I mean, everything is just getting better by the day. The announcements are getting better. The institutions that are coming are getting bigger. I mean, it's it's just getting started. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're we're just we're just starting to hit the parabolic curve. It's it's things things are going to go fucking insane here. And <laughs> I I'm just so stoked. I can't wait. <laughs> it's that, that euphoria of January 2017 is starting to come back again and I can smell it. <laughs> and and I know we're not there yet, but god damn it, we're getting close. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> no doubt. Heck yeah. It's been a crazy ride. Real quick, what what are your thoughts on the rap battles, J Mac? I know you kind of really got into them this weekend. Man, I think those kick ass. Now listen <laughs> to me. When people shine and they give a talent for free live to everybody in the world, that's fantastic, man. Oh, and that, that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. And I'm telling you, you're going to have a lot of success. You're going to have a lot of notice. The energy is just, it's, it's addictive and it's contagious. Absolutely. And Brand new. It's fresh. It's fun. It gets people <laughs> in a good mood. And, and even when the market is shit, Fridays are amazing. Cause you just get all <laughs> hang out and just have a good damn time. And the best part is it's for everybody. You know, that's, yep, why absolutely. that's why I do it. And it's everybody awesome. can put a rhyme together and make it sound good. Yeah. So everybody welcome. Hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we've had, we had Pandora on there. We've, we, you threw down some awesome stuff. I mean, Gator, yeah. Gator's just Gator. You know, he's a DJ by nature. The guy just kills it every week. So it's always a joy watching his stuff. It's so great getting everybody all involved. There's so many people. I can't, we can't even begin to name them all. It's it's no, fun. Absolutely. absolutely. It, was, it was sweet to see Swift Kirk join in and lay down some rhymes. And I, I knew he was into crypto and <laughs> tag him. And, and there we go. Off we go. And he, he's going crazy and he's having a good time. And so, it's, yeah, it's cool sucking new people into this thing and having a good time with it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you joined us, man. It was great. It was definitely fun. It was fantastic. Thanks for coming on. It's been it's been a really awesome night. It's been real fun talking to you, and we're definitely going to have to have you back on again. Absolutely. Hey, man, this was super cool. I just want to say this is the first podcast I've done. I started off a little bit nervous, but you know what? You guys make it right at home. It's like the campfire field, just like you said. <laughs> well done, guys. Thank you. Thanks, J-Mac. Nice to have you on the show, buddy. Have a great evening. All right, keep, keep kicking ass, and I'll see you on Friday night. Awesome. Absolutely. Thanks. Have a good night. Be cool, guys. All right. You too.